Just kidding. Good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Muir, Alberta. And I'm in Muir, Alberta, at my house, in my office, with my, uh, my uh, uh, Netherlands farmer flag behind me and a little chihuahua keeping company. So sorry I'm a little bit late. I said I was going to do a live tonight at 9, and of course that didn't work out. Uh, it's now 7 after 10, but that's the best I could do. Uh, I was actually having a bite to eat and some a good visit with my friend Dr. Dennis Modry and his lovely wife Lana and Jessica. And uh, yeah, I guess sometimes when you're having a good time, time flies. So that's why I'm late. Anyway, going out. She wants in, she wants out, she wants in, she wants out. Crazy little dog. Anyway, um, yeah, I just I haven't done a live for a little while. And there's always things that I want to talk about. I should probably write them down. I never do. And then I forget about them. Uh, but I'm going to try and speak about a couple of things that are on have been on my mind lately. Um, the first thing is, I don't know if you folks know this, but uh, I was actually just uh, appointed as the new CEO for the Alberta Prosperity Project. Actually, an interim CEO, CEO which means that uh, hopefully somebody better than me will step up and they can take over. But in the meantime, uh, I'm going to fill that role. And the reason I'm going to do it is because, number one, uh, I believe 100% in the rationale behind uh, uh, Alberta independence. I know that we need a referendum on independence to use as leverage to either get us a better deal or get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, and number two, I know that the people behind this project, this movement, are good people doing it for a good reason. So when it came apparent that they needed someone to fill these shoes, this role, I decided, hey, you know what, I don't have enough to do, so I may as well just throw my name in the hat for that. So as my friend Jasper from Amsterdam would say, and here we are. Speaking of which, for those of you who don't already know, uh, my friend Jasper Schmidt from Holland will be coming to Alberta. That is right. I am flying Jasper to Alberta. He's going to be here on the 20, 28th, and he'll be staying until the 5th. Now, the reason I wanted to bring Jasper here is because every day or every other day, at least, I get questions about what's going on in Europe, what's going on in Holland, what's happening in the Netherlands. Um, and I can't really answer the questions very well. I mean, I have a I have a very kind of generic understanding of things, but uh, I don't have all the info. Jasper does. And if you're wondering why I think it's important to know what's going on in Europe, uh, what's going on in Holland, it's that what happens there comes here, comes to Canada. So if we know what's happening there, we have a chance of fixing it before it happens in Canada. So Jasper will be here on the 28th. He's going to spend some time with us. He's going to spend... Canadians day with us and then we're going to do some sort of a Euro chef guest cooking thing at the Whistle Stop Cafe where you can come and meet Jasper and uh, try out some of his delicious food uh, and you, you may not know this as well but Jasper is an absolute amazing chef that's worked in some very high-end restaurants in Amsterdam. Uh, I had the privilege and the blessing of having him invite me to his home and he cooked 
uh, there for me a few times, and it was absolutely fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to having Jasper come and visit. And uh, I, if you guys get a chance to come out and meet him, it's definitely worth it. He's a, he's a fantastic, fantastic fellow. My brother from a, a different continent, Jasper, Jasper Smith. And you can find him on YouTube under uh, Common Sense TV, Jasper CS Common Sense TV. And I believe he has a Facebook page as well. So I'm going to, hey, there it is right there, Common Sense. I'm going to actually put that up in the comments in a minute. Uh, Kathy's asking whatever what other platforms I'm on. Honestly, whatever Carrie puts these shows on, he's the one that usually downloads them and uploads them to uh, BitChute and Rumble and those types of things. I don't really know where everything goes. I just know that we're on most of the platforms. Uh, even under the Chris and Carrie show, you can find most of these videos. Not sure if he does the ones I do individually, but maybe he does. So just have a look. Until further notice, I guess Facebook is the best place to find this kind of stuff. So, on to some things that have been on my mind. Throughout the last three years, as most of you know, um, I've been in a fight with the government. Now, my fight with the government isn't because I'm a criminal or I want to do bad things. My fight with the government, or and it's not because I don't like the government. I, I just don't like them right now. My, my fight with the government is because they told me that I couldn't no longer earn a living. Uh, they told me that I had to take a experimental medical intervention in order to have my rights and my freedoms. They told me that I had to discriminate against my customers based on their medical choices. And those things were wrong. All of them. What the government did to us, what they told us to do, was wrong. I stood up against it, not because I'm some great guy. I stood up against it because my bank account was empty from complying to what the government told me to do. And I had two choices, roll over and die or stand up and fight. So I chose to stand up and fight. And I made my point, and I made my point very well early on. And I could have just stopped and been happy with the, you know, the extra fame that my restaurant had gotten because of the stand we took. But something changed. I heard stories from you folks about things that had happened to you and how you were affected by what the government did to us over the last three years. And actually, at that time, it was over the last, it was about a year. You remember the two weeks to flatten the curve that turned into a year in January 2021? Yeah, that's when I, I protested. But I heard all sorts of stories from people how they were horribly adversely affected by the government mandates. And that changed something. It was no longer about my fight or flight reflex in surviving with my business or my bank account. Now it was a realization that what was happening was way beyond my little restaurant, was way beyond my bank account. And things were happening to people that, you know, were being ignored. It was terrible. We've seen some terrible things. And so I kept pushing. I kept pushing forward. And, you know, I had a lot of support, have a lot of support. But something strange has happened over the past little while. I don't subscribe to every opinion and belief that everybody else has. I'm very vocal about it. I don't have a problem offending people with my opinions. 
with my thoughts. And you shouldn't expect me to have a problem with that. We have a critical, we have a critical issue with people being so worried about offending each other that they don't speak up and share their truth. And I think that's really sad. So I would say most of you on here, you respect the fact that even if you don't agree with me on certain subjects, I speak my mind and I stand by it. But there are some who don't. And that's understandable because human beings were kind of interesting animals, aren't we? I mean, the title says it all. Beer is good, God is great, and people are crazy. We really are. I mean, somebody on the far right looks absolutely crazy to somebody on the far left and vice versa. Um, we have different different cultural uh, identities that, that make us look crazy to each other. It doesn't, doesn't mean we are crazy. It just means we're very diverse. We don't have to all be the same. If we're all the same, it would be quite boring, wouldn't it? I think it would be boring. Anyway, because I don't agree with everybody on everything, all of a sudden I've seen things pop up online accusing me of the most interesting things. And I'm actually going to go through some of them here. Of course, the chemtrail thing is one of them. That's a completely ridiculous uh, argument. And there's so many holes in it that I, it's like a colander. You can't hold you can't hold any reality in that conversation because it's all bogus. And yes, I know, you know, people, I'm sure you're screaming at the screen right now. Somebody, um, sorry, I was reading a comment about everybody. Last one. Left. Oh, why am I the last one left on Facebook? Probably because I don't do a lot of lives anymore. And I don't really talk about a heck of a lot these days because I'm so busy. I'll probably get booted off eventually. Anyway, uh, somebody sent me um, a link to some, a video called The Dimming. And this is supposed to be some proof that I'm, you know, completely off base and I should just shut the hell up and just admit that everything everyone else says is right and I'm wrong. But as I watch this um, fictional movie, all it did was affirm what I already believe, that people are using these things to divide people and make a shit ton of money. And the people that made the dimming is no different. In the first 15 seconds of that movie... I realized, you know, with this dramatic and suspenseful movie, watch it, you'll see what I'm saying. With this dramatic and suspenseful movie and these blueprints of patents that look like they're so nefarious, um, it makes me feel like, actually, when I watched it, I felt, holy crap, am I wrong? Look at these things. This is crazy. Until I looked into it. Saw right through it. They were showing patents of things like um, exhaust ports on jet engines that were used for dispersing oils and unwanted cabin gases without coating the side of the airplane. It's right in the patent. I looked it up. You can look up the patent number. Another one was a patent for uh, a chem spray, not a chem spraying. Oh, was that a Freudian slip? Maybe I am working for the government. No, it was a patent for a crop spraying apparatus to be installed on a biplane. And then there was another one. And it was a patent for using high visibility powder for for airplanes that were being target practiced on. So they'd send up a unmanned airplane and they would have this 
trail of uh, stuff coming out the back of it so that the people that were practicing shooting down other airplanes could target them and blow them out of the sky. And, you know, all of the things were completely explainable. There was nothing nefarious about it, but this movie made it seem like it was something bad. And there was like, this was proof that this was going on. But the reality is it was proof that the things that they were using as proof were easily explainable and totally not nefarious at all. Another thing I noticed was this guy talked about how they secured funding. How did they secure the funding? Probably people donating and buying tickets to movies like this for uh, an airplane, which was a naturally aspirated, pardon me, maybe it was a turbo, I don't know, <clears throat> but it was a piston driven airplane. And uh, that type of airplane has a maximum altitude, altitude of about 21,000 feet. And this guy's talking about how he has this mobile lab to fly up and take samples of these trails that you see in the sky that are at 40,000 feet. Now, I don't know, maybe there is something going on, but this much BS put on us all at once should be all the evidence we need that we should be trying to poke holes in these things and disprove them before we go basing our actions on them. That's all I've been trying to say this entire time. When we see something on Facebook, we should try and disprove it. Instead of saying, oh, I heard it on Facebook or somebody told me so it must be true. If we do that thing where we hear, oh, or we, we do that thing where, oh, somebody told me this, so I'm going to repeat it because it must be true. I'm not going to bother looking into it. I'm not going to bother using my own brain. I'm just going to repeat it as if it's fact. We end up with something like this. It's coming. Here we go. I'm going to read something I read on Facebook today. From an April Reeves, she says, can't believe anyone follows Tanner in a day, but then most don't know what went on with the APP. How Modry took one million from a generous donor, then another million from another, while each didn't know about the other. He was to use it for expenses like room rental, etc. for the APP. Instead, Modry blew amounts in just over 11 months by paying himself and everyone's salary. He's said to have paid himself $80 an hour five days a week, while Tanner and his brother also made salaries. There's more. As did Chris Scott and others. Now the APP is revived and making money in donations and BS again, with Modry having a lawsuit on his butt along with Jeff Rath. He's a lawyer. They latch on to some fanatic issue that people love to hear since they're still looking for a savior to lead them. These words above are not mine, by the way. They come from one heck of a great source, one of many I have, and backed by others that were in the APP. The truth is coming forward now. This is what all this crap is about, the release of the dark for light to come through, but the above does make sense if you saw the video where Modri broke into tears just before speaking to Tanner and Scott. Can't find it now, of course. Well, you can find it. It's on my Facebook page. Now, let me tell you something. <clears throat> the reason I brought that up is because there's friends of mine who commented on this in agreement that there's something nefarious going on with this organization and with me and my friend, Dr. Dennis Modry. Because they heard it from somebody. So people that were supportive of me in my fight against the government are now against me because somebody told them something. Somebody told them some bullshit. Isn't that sad? Now, 
most of the things that this person says in here are false. And I can say this with, uh, I can say this with, with uh, confidence because as the new CEO of the Alberta Prosperity Project, I'm privy to that information. I can look at the books. I oversee the business of the Alberta Prosperity Project. I know who gets paid, what they get paid, and why they get paid. And I have no reason to believe that anybody has done anything below board. The people that are commenting on this uh, so enraged that Dennis Modry may have received and actually did receive a salary from the Alberta Prosperity Project, not that it's anybody's business. Those same people enraged about a possibility of $80 an hour for Dr. Modry leading the Alberta Prosperity Project charged me $100 an hour to clean my car. Is that fair? People are enraged that Tanner Nadei was paid to work for the Alberta Prosperity Project? A young man with his whole life ahead of him and needing to survive and pay his bills? It's my opinion that 99% of the membership of the Alberta Prosperity Project would be more than happy to compensate people doing work for their time. I would be. And you know what? I never got paid from the APP until I did a catering event where I worked my ass off. So this person has no idea what they're talking about. They're spreading lies and rumor. And even my friends are believing it and turning on me for it. Now, if this was me and people came to me and they said these things about one of my friends, the first thing I would try and do is poke holes in their story or demand that they provide evidence for what they're saying. Because like hell, I'm going to turn on my friends from a rumor. Now, my situation, I want to remind some folks of something. I could have rolled over long ago. I could have taken a $2,300 plea bargain and been done with all my court stuff. I could have backed off after a week of being open and having made my point and become internet famous. I could have done those things and I didn't. Why do you think I did that? Do you think I'm fighting for me? I could have won my battle two years ago. I continue going because I'm fighting for you. And I'm fighting for my kids because I want something better. I want some real resolution. I don't want some Chris gets off easy with a $2,300 fine. I want the courts and the government to admit what they did was wrong. I want compensation and retribution for the things that happen to people. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for people around me. Probably more my kids. I'm doing it more for my kids. Because you know what? The people around me will hear some ridiculous bullshit from some person in another province about me or my friends who are working their asses off to make this province a better place, and they'll believe it and turn on us. So who really are my friends? Oh, don't worry. I, I know who my friends are. I do. A while ago, some people left the Alberta Prosperity Project. And they left on bad terms. 
I stopped speaking at certain political party events because of the things that I was hearing repeated about the Alberta Prosperity Project that were not true. One of those things, do you remember this one? One of those things was, and this came back to me, was APP is getting $2 million a month. And where's the money going? It's all going to these, these board members. Well, guess what? I get to see the books. And it wasn't. Never happened. That rumor was false. Those accusations were lies. And I have to ask myself, why did these people spread those rumors and those lies? What were they trying to accomplish? Did they hear these things from somebody who misinterpreted something and then repeated it as if it was fact? And then enough people repeated it so they believed each other and it they made that their reality and tried to burn down something? It's sad. It's absolutely ridiculous. My stand against the government has led me to this point. It's led me to the point where I decided that I was going to take on this role at the Alberta Prosperity Project. Not because I'm getting paid. I'm not getting paid. But I can tell you this right now. If there's funding there and it's available, yes, I will be getting paid because I'm doing work. If you are going to do your job and you are not going to expect to be compensated for it, then you can come and talk to me about needing to earn an income. Then you can go and you can rag on Tanner today for getting paid to do his work. Then you can go and you can persecute a regional coordinator who spends 40 or 60 or 80 hours a week lining up events to get this information out to Albertans. Until you do your work for free. How about you shut your pie hole? That would be wonderful. Did that sound rude? It was supposed to be. It was absolutely supposed to be because if we can't be okay with supporting each other when we're doing work to make the world a better place, how in the hell do we expect to make the world a better place? Do you think I can afford just to put my life on hold and not run my business for months and months on end? Can I? Do you think I can afford that? I cannot. I couldn't survive. That's one of the reasons I had to pull back and stop doing speaking stuff is because I could no longer afford it. It was expensive. And if you have a problem with supporting people like me doing that kind of thing, I don't know what to say to you. If you don't see any value in what Dr. Modry has been doing for this province, I don't think I can even help you. If you can't see the value of somebody like Tanner Naday taking up 40 hours a week, preparing speeches, driving all over the place, delivering speeches, meeting people, doing webinars, if you can't see the value in that, and, and be okay with supporting it, we are never going to get anywhere. But everybody else, it's okay that they can pay their bills and they're supported, right? Just not the people who are trying to, trying to solve some of our most heinous problems in this country and its problems. So Trevor asked me, do you think you convince most of them? I don't think I need to convince anybody. If people believe those things that people like April Reeves are saying, that's, you know, that's on them. That's their problem. And it is a problem. 
If people are so willing to believe these lies and these ridiculous claims from other people, if you're so willing to believe that, what does that say about how much skin you have in the game of actually finding solutions? Because there's always going to be somebody that comes at you and says, oh, did you hear this about this person? Oh, they're just a government shill. Did you did you hear? I saw a video as it was proof. There's proof that Chris is spraying people with chemicals from airplanes. No, there's not. There's proof that Chris did a video showing how easily people are manipulated into believing everything they see and hear on Facebook and then turn on each other for it. This is a problem. It's a big problem. And I don't know that it's going to be fixed anytime soon. Uh, there's, there's, I'm sure there's some egos involved here. There's some uh, people that just, you know, they've taken these stands and they've accused people of things. And now for them to back down, they're going to have to eat a lot of crow. But I will tell you this. If I wasn't in this for the right reasons, I would already be out. I would have taken my ball and I would have went home. I don't like the outlook of my court cases. I don't like the prospects of being fined into oblivion. I don't like worrying about going to court every six months. It doesn't, it's not fun for me. I don't like any of it. I don't particularly like seeing things about me on Facebook about how I'm I was given a million dollars by the UCP government. Who even comes up with this stuff? Is it the same people that saying every trail you see in the sky is a friggin' chemical trail? Because it's just as ridiculous. I drive a 1976 Ford Gran Torino that I paid 2,500 bucks for and put a couple thousand into it fixing it up. Oh, and I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee as well. An old one, a 2010. I live in a modest house. I wear Wrangler t-shirts. I bought my first nice pair of shoes while I was in Victoria that I couldn't afford, but my feet hurt. I'm not a wealthy man. I don't have a lot of nice things. I have a business that, thank God, can support me in the summer when it's busy, that I have to inject money into in the, in the winter when it's not. I haven't gotten any windfalls from anybody. I haven't gotten any contracts from the government. And if you believe those things... I would ask you to please provide me one shred of evidence to support your claim. Please provide me one shred of evidence to prove that anyone within the APP was paid even close to a million dollars. If they raised a million dollars and spent it in a year, that doesn't go very far when you're booking venues and having Alex Epstein come and talk and 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 hosting leadership debates it this isn't a it's not a complicated thing to understand my business my little restaurant and gas station has over a million dollars in receivables a year in revenue a year but it costs me about 99% of that to earn it it's it's an, it's an arbitrary number that means nothing unless you know what you're looking for. And if you are out there and you're wondering, like, what is this all about? Do you think it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be a cheap or easy task to fix the problems that our province has within this confederation? Do you think it's going to be cheap? 
You think it's going to be free? It's not. It's going to cost a ton of money. Kind of like the ton of money that was spent to get us in this situation in the first place. Except for those opposed to what we want to do in this province, those opposed to freedom and prosperity have spent billions of dollars, billions of dollars, some of it your tax dollars, to put us in this situation. Hundreds of millions of dollars have been spent to convince people that human beings are a virus on the planet. Hundreds of millions of dollars have been spent to convince you that the air you exhale, that the carbon dioxide you create by existing as a human being is detrimental to humanity. Hundreds of millions of dollars have been spent. And if you think we're going to undo it on a shoestring budget, you got another thing coming. So I would argue, if you are one of the people who are speaking out against people that are actually trying to do these things for the right reasons and persecuting them for being able to pay their bills, you do not believe in freedom. You do not believe in prosperity. You believe in the drama and the fight that, you're, that you get to be in, in this freedom movement. It's not about a solution. It's about drama. And I've had enough of it. If you're on that side of the fence, do whatever you want. Support whatever group you want. Give your money to whoever you want. I don't care. If you believe in a solution and you believe in, in what, I'm, what I'm saying and the path that I know we have to take as a province, then support me. Support the Alberta Prosperity Project. Come to meetings. Ask questions. Get involved. Do something. But if you're going to sit there and just condemn every single person that sticks their neck out, I'm not interested in even talking to you because you're completely insignificant and you're nothing but a speed bump on my path. Pretty harsh, right? It is. But the harsh reality is our future is very, very shaky. And I'm not going to waste a minute trying to convince people to get up and do something when all they really want to do is trip other people. You can be left behind. Uh... Okay. I see more. How can I talk about this without actually talking about chemtrails? People send comment, post comments all the time. Something like, oh, check the soil. You'll find this in there. Oh, there's bees declining in this area. That's all the proof you need, Nuff said. That's not true. That is not true at all. Any of those things that you're, you're talking about, like, hey, the groundwater has this in it or my soil sample had this in it, is not proof of anything other than there are elevated levels of something specific in that soil or water. That's it. There's no correlation between your soil and what you see at 40,000 feet. None whatsoever. Unless you can actually prove that, which you can't. 
what you're doing, and this isn't just chemtrail stuff either. There's, there's way more things that this applies to. You can't make an observation with a, pre, a preconceived bias and then make a correlation between your observation and your bias and call that evidence. It doesn't work that way. In this case, I ask people, have you ever heard of a weather rocket? Do, do you know what a weather rocket is? Do you know what do you know what cosmic dust is? Do you know what any of these things are? Are these things that could explain what you're seeing? And the answer is always the same. No, it's not. It's the airplanes. Well, how do you know it's the airplanes? Well, because I tested the soil and I found this stuff. But how do you know it's coming from the airplanes? Well, because when I tested the soil, I saw the line in the sky. Well, that line in the sky is 40,000 feet up. And it, by the time the wind does its thing up there, it's not going to be anywhere close to your ground. So how are you making these correlations? But it's just not clicking. And just like these live streams, it's getting hung up on this idea again and again and again to the point where people are saying now that I must not be about freedom because I don't believe in chemtrails. What I don't believe in is junk science. I didn't believe in it with COVID, with the restrictions of the mandates. I didn't believe in it with the vaccine, with the jab. And I certainly don't believe in junk science when talking about chemtrails. It's all junk science because it's not science at all. It's a conclusion based on an observation with no correlation to reality whatsoever. And both sides are doing it. And if you can't see that, I would encourage you to please reflect on yourself a little bit and ask yourself, are you doing the same thing that the other side was doing when they were demanding that you wore a mask to keep each other safe? There was no evidence of that. There was no evidence that lockdowns were going to save the world. As a matter of fact, there was evidence to suggest otherwise. And yet, you were screamed at to trust the science. Follow the science. Trust the science. Don't question the science. And now people are on our side are doing the same thing with other arguments. And vilifying and persecuting their friends, even people who are actually fighting for them, like me, because they refuse to partake in junk science. Let's look at some questions. This is going to be great. Oh my goodness. Seriously, the world's going to shit and all I hear is chemtrail, chemtrail. Okay, what are the, all the chemtrails in our skies every day? What are they doing to the air? Probably nothing. It's literally a line of vapor from fuel that's combusted in a jet engine that burns 13,000 pounds of fuel per hour. It's minus 40 or 50 or 60 up there. And when you, the, a product of combustion is water vapor. And when you blow that out the back of a jet engine, it's gonna condense and form ice crystals. And if the atmospheric conditions are right, the temperature is right, those ice crystals will stay. Just like in the winter, if you drive by the Joffrey plant and you look at the steam coming out of the stacks, if the conditions are right, that steam doesn't dissipate. And it's not because it's some chemical being sprayed on you by the government. It's because there's water vapor. And when the atmospheric conditions are right, it lingers in the air. 
man, it's very frustrating. A question like that, the question was, then what about the chemtrails? What chemtrails? What leads you to believe that the line you're seeing in the sky that you've seen since you were able to remember, what makes you believe it's chemicals besides somebody telling you that it was chemicals? Besides some Dane Wigington guy making a movie and a crap ton of money and getting you to send money to buy him an airplane to test chemtrails at 20,000 feet where they don't exist. Who told you that and why did you believe it? Did you bother to think about it before you based your reality on it? Did you bother to try and disprove what you were hearing before you took it to heart and based your actions on it? Did you bother trying to disprove when people said to you that I'm getting rich and Dr. Modri is getting rich because of APP? Did you bother trying to disprove that before you made that your reality? And if you didn't bother to disprove it, why not? If you tell somebody like me or anybody else, thank you for doing what you're doing. We support you. And then the minute someone says something like that, you, you just believe them and abandon the people that you just said you support? Does that, that means you didn't support them in the first place. Let's see if there's anything in the comments besides chemtrails. Still, still chemtrails. Okay. Could it be, here, here's a hypothesis. Could it be that there are some people that made this up knowing how people react to things, knowing they would become divided, knowing they would become distracted and stare at the sky, knowing that these conversations would overtake the more important conversations like how does Alberta remain free and prosperous? How, how, do, we, how do we achieve real prosperity and real freedom in this province? We're not talking about that right now because we're talking about lines of water vapor in the sky. Is it possible that that was done intentionally to divide us so that maybe somebody like you would look at somebody like me and say, wow, he must be a government agent because he doesn't believe in this. I would suggest that it is entirely possible and it's plausible. As a matter of fact, it's probable. And there are probably some people watching this and laughing. There's probably some people watching us little red ants and us little black ants fighting because they made us fight. There's no reason for us to be fighting. There's no reason for us to be um, accusing each other of nefarious things because we don't all agree on the same thing. There's no reason for people to say that Tanner, my friend Tanner Naday, is a bad person because he doesn't think Christians should practice yoga. That's his opinion based on a theological understanding. And now I see people persecuting him for that. Tanner Naday is an amazing young man. Tanner Naday would actually take the time to pray for you. He'd take the time out of his day to pray for you, even though, number one, you don't believe in God, and number two, you hate his guts. He would do that because he loves you, even though... You hate him. That's the kind of guy he is. Tanner will share his thoughts and his opinion and his, and his views about yoga, knowing that people will attack him. And he does it because he is a 
a, a, a faith, a, a man who has faith, he is, he's observant and, and he believes in theology. And I would say, if, if he would take the time to pray for you, even though you don't agree with what he says, and you're persecuting him for what he says, what does that say about you? You can even roll this back 20 years. You remember when the news was all about how Muslims are going to take over Canada? And people were made to fear other people. They were made to um, use theological differences to hate. Do you remember that? It was rampant in the media. After 9-11, do you remember seeing people of Arab descent and being nervous because you were told to be? Do you remember that? There's nothing new under the sun. This isn't anything new. This has been happening for thousands of years, and it's still happening. And we still haven't figured it out, that there's no reason for us ants to be fighting other than we've been told to fight over something that makes no sense and is completely insignificant to our lives. The real threat, the threat to our country is not Muslims. The threat to our country isn't Christians. It's not Europeans. It's not settlers. The threat to our country certainly isn't climate change. It's not, a, it's not a pandemic or a virus. The threat to our country, the threat to our sovereignty, is people's inability to have faith in each other. When faced with differences of opinion, that's the threat. That's the threat to the Alberta Prosperity Project. That is the threat to this province. It's a threat to this country. It's a threat to your business. It's a threat to your family. When you can't have faith in those around you that they actually are in something for the right reason. The biggest threat to our country and to our province and to our society as a whole is people's willingness to believe whatever they hear without trying to poke holes in the theory. That is a huge threat. And I think if we don't, if we can't get a grip on that, if we can't get a handle on that, how the heck do we ever hope to achieve anything better than we've done before? Back to the questions. Hi, Trevor. All, all sorts of important topics. How about fluorinated water? You know what? We we actually can vote to not not do that. Calgary didn't have fluoride in their water until a couple years ago. I mean, they had it, then they got rid of it, and then they brought it back. I don't know why. But if you don't like these things, this is no different than the policies of your school or your municipality. If you don't like these things that are happening, quit bitching about it on Facebook. Show up at council meetings and change it. That's how easy it is. I just spoke about this in an Alberta Prosperity Project chapter meeting a few days ago. They were talking about, you know, things going on with council. And I said, you know, there's there's 70 people in the room or 80 people in the room. If all of those people agreed to commit to show up when it mattered 
we would change these things. Calgary, if you guys would show up, if you would commit to showing up when it mattered at your council meetings or when it's time to vote, if you show up, you'll change things. And municipal elections, you don't need a heck of a lot of people to show up because nobody cares until it's too late. Start showing up. All these problems end up fixed. Oh, here we go. Another divisive topic. Kyle says the transgender rights movement right now is another result of trying to distract us. Absolutely it is. What do you think is more, what do you think is worse? People who want to change their gender or those using the people who want to change their gender and weaponizing them for political purposes? I think it's the latter that's dangerous myself. I think it's disgusting how governments and political parties use minority groups in order to make themselves appear virtuous. It's disgusting. And I'm, I'm starting to see right through it. I didn't see it in the past. I'm starting to see it now. And it hasn't been just with transgender stuff. Before it was the L, LGBT, LG, LGB, I don't know. It was less letters before. Governments and, and parties trying to hijack a minority group to make themselves look progressive when all they're really doing is just dividing people more. They're just, they're, 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 they're making a mountain out of a molehill for political purposes. And no, that doesn't mean that anybody's less important than anyone else. As far as I recall in this country and in this province, everybody is equal. Everybody is equal. Everybody is equal. But what do our governments do? They consistently and constantly point out the differences we have between each other and try and force more equality when the equality is already supposed to be there. And all it does is cause friction, division, and hate and anger. And then all of a sudden, we find ourselves in a situation where, you know, we... We can't even have a political debate without wading through this BS in a country where everybody is equal already. Unreal. I got crap the other day for um, not saying happy Indigenous Peoples Day or whatever the day is called. This was a few days ago. Do you know why I didn't know that that was happening? Because pride has a month. Because we're so busy celebrating pride for an entire month that, oh, the Indigenous Peoples Day kind of got lost in the mix, did it not? I know people in the LGBT community who are pissed off about Pride Month. They, like, what? why do we have to point out our differences? And what is what is with that? Why is it a whole month? Why does our Indigenous folks in Canada get a day? Pride gets a month. It makes no sense whatsoever unless you look at it from the perspective of a political party or a government that's simply weaponizing and using these um, causes for their own purposes. Then it all makes sense. What else we got here? 
Let's see who's mad at me. Who's mad at me? Anybody mad? Trevor's here. He's not mad, though. He's actually a pretty reasonable fella. Uh, sorry, folks. I'm just going through the comments trying to find questions. Do you, you know what? Put those little question marks. If you actually have a question, put a bunch of question marks, then the question, some more question marks so I can see it easily. That would be great. Oh, yeah. Fritz says the WF wants depopulation. That is our threat. Wake up. Well, you know, it's no secret. The global elite actually tell us that there's about 6 billion too many people on the planet. Well, if there's 6 billion too many people on the planet, that means that they want to get rid of about 6 billion people. And I'm not saying they want to mass murder everyone, but they certainly want to let us die off. That's It's no secret. So what do we do about that? Oh, the WF wants to do that. Well, the WF, they have no business interfering in our policy. Well, how do we prevent them from interfering in our policy? Oh, maybe we elect governments and we support people who will stand up against it like our premier in Alberta did. She specifically said, why would we want to have anything to do with the WEF when they're bragging about influencing our politicians? Stop. I heard what you just said. I heard it. I heard you say, oh, she's WEF because of this and because of that. Guess what? You're WEF too. Yeah. You are a United Nations shill. Who You folks who just said that about the premier and about the UCP, you are WEF pawns. Yeah, you are. You you support the United Nations. Do you, do you shop at the big box stores? Do you go to McDonald's? Do you shop at any uh, any company or corporation that signed onto the UN Sustainable Development Goals? Yes, you do. You absolutely do. You support them. So don't you dare go point your fingers at a politician who specifically said that they don't want to have anything to do with that. They don't want to support that. They don't want that in our government. If you're going to do that and continue to shop at those stores and support them with your dollars, you're a hypocrite and you're part of the problem. But if you can see the difference between those people that actually want these horrible things to happen to us, and our politicians who are trying to wade through an absolute minefield to do something better, that's a problem. And no, I know there's somebody right now at this moment typing, Chris, we know you are with the WEF because we saw you spraying chemicals from your airplane. It was fake. The whole video was fake. I pointed at a light bulb and I said it was an atomizer. I pointed at a static strip and I said it was for genociding an entire province just to show you how ridiculous it is. That video, that post went viral. 3.9 million people watched that video. It was shared hundreds of thousands of times as evidence of chemtrails and it was obviously and blatantly fake to the point of comedy. Now, don't get mad at me for that. You can be mad at yourself if you believed it. I'm sorry. It's probably going to offend you that I'm saying that, but it is the truth. 
If you believed that without thinking about it first, if you believed that I was actually capable of doing that, even though you know who I am and you know that I'm fighting against the government, if you believed that, that's on you because you were so receptive to that type of thing that you were willing to abandon all reason and logic and believe it. That's on you. And I'm guilty of the same thing. I've done the same thing in the past, which leads me to question things differently now. I don't. I watch those videos. Like, for instance, when I watched Died Suddenly, the Stu Peters video, made me sick. Not because it was an accurate representation of the truth, but because they mixed a bunch of lies in with some truth to sell a movie. They mixed a bunch of lies in a very, very horrible truth so that people would share it and they would get rich. They didn't do it because they wanted to fix something. They did it for dramatic effect. If it was simply to fix something, they would have used the truth and stood on just the truth, but they didn't. They mixed in a bunch of lies and they did it purposely. And I saw that right away. And it ruined it. The dimming, same thing. Watch the water, same thing. These people are taking a little bit of truth that a bunch of us know, you know, things that are true, like, yeah, that jab was dangerous. The mandates harmed people. Um, this whole idea that we have to stop existing to prevent climate change is ludicrous. We know these things. And there are people mixing that truth in with a whole bunch of lies so that it's more interesting and they're using you to get rich and then probably laughing at you. If you don't think that this whole COVID thing has been big business for a lot of those companies, you haven't been paying attention at all. And I'll tell you, the ones who you should be supporting are the ones that just stick to the truth and don't dramatize it. They tell you the truth, even though the truth may be boring and they stand by it. They don't change their name to some interesting sounding name to get you to search them. They don't pretend that they have solutions for stuff when they don't have solutions. They just tell you the truth the way it is, even though it might be bland and boring. And they get persecuted for it because people will believe the dramatic stuff. And then if someone speaks out against it and says, hey, well, hold on, that's not the truth. Let's just stick to the truth. All of a sudden, they're, they're the enemy. They're a psyop. They've been paid $2 million by the government to do these things. Well, where's my friggin' $2 million? I could really use it. I want to pave the parking lot at the whistle stop. It's too dusty there. I want to build a second level. I want to build the whistle palace on top of the whistle stop, a second level patio where we can all drink Jameson and break the COVID restrictions together as government with the premier. I want to do those things. I need that $2 million. I want to build a 200 foot flagpole at the whistle stop. I need that $2 million. Where is it? Please, somebody, if you could just find me that check that I've been written, I want to do these things. And I've got some bills I have to pay. So if you don't mind, um, if you're, if you're saying that I've been paid to do these things, show me the money because I need it. Okay. <clears throat> Coots guys in jail for 490 days. You know what? Absolutely ridiculous. This is a complete travesty what's going on. Do you know why they're in jail still? Because one of the cops testified and said, 
They feared for their life if the men were released from jail on bail. That's why they're in jail. They've been accused of some horrible crimes. There is, looks like, no evidence to support that. So what's happened is a judge was told something by someone and he believed it without trying to disprove it. <clears throat> now those men are suffering the consequence. You see what I just did there? I showed how the same thing is happening on both sides. You're mad because the men are in jail. And yet you're doing exactly the same thing to your friends and your neighbors out here. You're convicting them of crimes before you take the time to try and disprove what's been said about them. And some are paying the price for it. Personally, I don't give a shit. If everybody unfollows my page tomorrow, all that means is I'm not going to be sitting up at 11.03 doing a live stream instead of in bed watching live streams. I really don't care. Political prisoners, absolutely, but not really. Yeah, in a way they're political prisoners, but the reality is the system as it sits is allowing these things to happen. The courts move at the speed of molasses. And those men are in jail without being allowed out on bail to support themselves and their families. Their, their lives have been destroyed because the system allows it. We need to change the system for sure. We need massive, massive judicial reform in this province. And we need to be out from under a federal government that would do these things to people that protest. I have a solution. Why don't we get out from under that federal government? Gee, there's a solution. We should explore it. But how could we do it? If only there was an organization educating Albertans as to how we could do something like that. Oh, but there is. And guess what? It's not an organization that's misleading people and telling them to use some hokey legal mechanism to get out of jail free. It's a real solution. What do you want? You want a real solution or some hokey legal mechanism? And I, so I'll say hokey because I watched somebody talk about these things for months, for about a year and a half, about how this wasn't a country and we're actually living on a ship and it's not this kind of law, it's that kind of law. And you can use different words to get out of jail and the courts can't touch you. Well, guess what? They sat in jail for a long friggin' time because none of that stuff has any merit. If it did, there would be people who were successful and nobody's been successful. As a matter of fact, the biggest, strongest advocates for those things stayed in jail until the current system spat them out. It was all a lie. And anybody that's telling you, oh, you know, Chris Scott, he's a government psyop because he's trying to use the Constitution and the Charter of Rights. He should be doing this. They're liars. They are absolute liars. And whatever, I don't care. Get mad at me for saying it. Prove me wrong. Prove that they're not liars. People have tried to do that, actually. They've sent me things like, oh, this guy just got his, his uh, case dismissed because he used the Bill of Rights. No, he didn't. His case got dismissed 
along with a thousand other cases because the CP, the Crown Prosecutor, didn't want to prosecute it. If there's a thousand cases that got kicked out of court because it wasn't in the Crown Prosecutor's interest to prosecute them, and five of them used some or were attempted to use some hokey legal finagling to, to get it tossed, does that mean the finagling worked? Or they just got tossed out with the rest of them? Use your heads. There is no quick fix. There's no magic words to say. There's no getting the judge to leave and come back in different clothes. It does not happen. Maybe it happened in the past. Maybe it's supposed to happen. But I tell you, it does not happen now. And if you don't believe me, then go and do something that gets you into court and try it yourself. It's easy to sit there and judge me for my path from the comfort of your own home. But it's completely another thing to be in my shoes, going through it, and trying to have the best outcome, not only for me, but for those around me. So no, I'm not interested in some magic words that's going to get me off the hook. I'm interested in lasting change that's going to fix this going forward. And there's a big difference. Back to the comments. Geoengineeringwatch.org. Bunch of bullshit. Dramatic bullshit. A bunch of lies mixed in with a little bit of truth. Complete hogwash. And I'll tell you this. Some of those things that they talk about in there are occurring. I will tell you, there is some sort of geoengineering occurring, but I believe that it's unintentional because we have a bazillion airplanes in the sky. Yes, if they're leaving a bunch of vapor trails, we may be unintentionally dimming the planet. Unintentionally dimming. As a matter of fact, I can't remember his name, but there was one of the, the leading chemtrail experts he was on the alex jones show as a matter of fact years ago he changed his tune and he said you know what these actually aren't chemtrails but what's happening is unintentional geoengineering i wish i could remember his name i really wish i could now of course the answer to this unintentional geoengineering would be to just stop flying airplanes because we need to fix climate change anyway right you see how this is going to go you see what's how this is getting played how you're getting played you're concerned that these airplanes are geoengineering and oh, we can't have that. So we better stop flying, you peons. Only those people flying to Switzerland to talk about how to stop climate change can fly in airplanes anymore. That's where it's going. Short-haul flights are already, I think they're mostly canceled in Europe. Uh, because of this, no more flying because, well, it's bad for the planet. I'm looking for the, through the comments again. Trevor, you're kind of a, like, you're, I don't know what, you're like some narcissist. I, don't, I just don't get it. You don't really have anything to add. You just have these weird comments like, what do you mean, you good man for real? Yeah, I'm good. What do you mean, am I good? comments. No, stop saying that, Deb. They're watching. <clears throat> what else should we talk about that's really controversial? I've been told I'm very controversial. 
As a matter of fact, um, the town of Pinoca actually canceled a rental in a uh, uh, community operated venue because I was so controversial. I couldn't speak there. I couldn't be allowed to speak about freedom and prosperity. That would be absolutely terrible. I mean, who wants freedom and prosperity? How is it unintentional when Bill Gates already admitted to it? What did Bill Gates admit to? Show me. Put up a link. I want to see what Bill Gates admitted to. There's a, a lot of things going around, and particularly through the pandemic, about things Bill Gates said. Did you know there was a comment about um, Bill Gates saying that 70% of the world's population could be reduced by vaccination? Do you remember that? Basically saying we're going to depopulate with vaccines. Well, he didn't say that. People shared it. They didn't try and disprove it. As a matter of fact, I shared it. And I had to retract afterwards because I took the time to try and disprove what Bill Gates had apparently said, even though I wanted to believe that he said that. I had I had to do this because this is our duty. And what I found was Bill Gates actually said, we're going to, or maybe it wasn't Bill Gates. Shoot. Was it Bill Gates or Schwab or one of those guys? Anyway, one of the people we considered bad. What he said was, we're going to reduce the amount of the population that doesn't have access to uh, inexpensive pharmaceuticals by 70%. That's what he said. But somebody took that and they chopped it and they clipped it and they made it look like he said, we're going to reduce population by 70% through vaccines. Now, why would someone do that? Why would someone take the time to do that? Is it because they want their video shared on the internet millions of times? Is it because they want to they want to support a narrative? Why would people do that? It happens all the time. On both sides. Did you see the interview Tucker did with that guy that said, what the heck was it? Tucker ended up laughing at the end of it because he brought the guy on the show. The guy had been interviewed by other major U.S. Uh, uh, news, news organizations about some, oh my goodness, what was it? It was some anti-Trump stuff. The guy was basically saying he did these things and uh, and the news just put it up because it confirmed their bias. And then Tucker brought him on the show and Tucker's like, you're not who you say you are. Your company doesn't exist. You only started this long ago. And the guy's like, well, yeah, but we did all these things. And what Tucker exposed was, the media in the United States and in Canada, actually, is willing to put people on to share their evidence without first vetting their story or trying to disprove what they say because it confirms their bias. We do that on both sides. You understand? Both sides of the, of the argument. And it has to stop. Because if, if we can't stand on the truth, what the hell are we going to do? Stand on just a, a mountain of half-truths? Well, that's not going to work. That's not going to stand up to scrutiny. And then the other side will win. We've got to stop it. Yes, Bill Gates did buy up a crap ton of farmland. And while he doesn't own the most land out of all the farmers in the States, I think he is the single largest landowner, which is still very small compared to the grand scheme of things. But let me let me explain something. Bill Gates, I think he's a really 
probably a really bad dude. But why would somebody buy up a bunch of farmland? Because they know that the organizations that they fund are going to influence governments to reduce farming because of climate change. In Holland, the government is actively trying to remove over 3,000 farms. Holland is the breadbasket of Europe. Holland feeds Europe, and the, their government is attacking farmers, trying to turn their land back to nature. And no, this is not some, they just want better farming practices. They literally want the farmers to give up their land, sell it back to the government, or it gets taken by the government, and the government turns it back to nature because the WEF and the United Nations as part of the Sustainable Development Goals say that 30% minimum of uh, land that's being used by humans has to be returned to nature in the name of climate change. You see that 30% number all over the place. And it's not, it doesn't change region to region. Sri Lanka was 30% reduction in fertilizer, 30% reduction in farms, destroyed their economy, toppled their government. This is happening all over the globe. It's always 30%. Now, if it was actually based on science, would you not think that in different regions of the world, that number would be different? It would be different, but it's not. Anyway, so a man like Bill Gates, who knows these things are coming, who knows it's going to be only corporate elite-owned farms that are feeding people, of course they're going to buy up farmland because they'll have the only farms out there eventually. Of course, in Holland, um, Bill Gates owns farmland. Well, he, not him, but his companies own giant swaths of farmland because he knows those are going to be the only farms in the future if we don't start showing up, if we don't stop screaming at the sky and screaming at each other, and we start showing up for important things. We have to start doing that or we're going to lose. Would you agree with me when I say most people out there in some form or another are confused about something. Would you agree? If we're confu confused, we will lose. If we're confused about all of these things that people are asking about, we're going to lose. So it's really, it's time to start paying attention. Or if you, if you, if you can't wade through the ridiculous amount of information on both sides, Focus on a solution that can encompass everything. I have one. I like your comment, Trevor. It really comes down to capitalism. Yes, but also no. So true capitalism, individuals can work hard and succeed. You can build something. You can work hard and earn money and use that money to build something and earn more money. That's kind of the way it works in a nutshell. But what we're talking about here is capitalism for only a select few, while the rest live under socialism. So I'm sure you seem like a fairly smart dude. I'm sure that you know that, e I, I know you hate capitalism, I think you do, but capitalism is responsible for most of the advances, if not all of the advances that we've had in civilization over the last 5,000 years. I would argue that most of them are from that because there's a reward for people taking a risk and working hard. If there isn't a reward, you're not gonna take a risk. That's People just don't do that. 
So in this case, there's a very big reward for people like Bill Gates taking a risk on buying up all this farmland and funding organizations like the WEF. There's a large risk, but the reward is phenomenal. The reward is forced policies all over the globe that increase people like Bill Gates's capitalistic ventures like, oh my goodness, exponentially. You drive all of the other business out and you're the only one that can do that business. I mean, that's the biggest reward you could ask for in, in capitalism. So those who are, are trying to advocate for all this socialist policy, they're capitalists capitalizing on people's emotions and their failure to think critically about policy. And they're winning. There's a question. Why are taxes being used for pride parades? Well, because governments and political parties are virtue signaling idiots who will weaponize uh, causes of minorities for political purposes. Also, because we don't show up and say that we're not doing that. I mean, if people start showing up at municipal councils and at their CA meetings and showing up in large numbers for these things like the UCP AGM this November, um, these things probably wouldn't happen. Because if enough people show up, you will win. But it's not happening. Oh, there's a good question. Bullshit gas prices. Why can't Alberta build a few refineries? Well, I'll tell you. We have enough refining capacity for Alberta in this province already. And the world does not want our refined products. 97% of our, um, our oil products go south of the border to the United States. The United States does not want refined product. The United States wants raw material. Because they have, in the Gulf Coast, they have one of the biggest refineries in the world. They refine a staggering amount of oil into uh, uh, refined products like gasoline, diesel fuel, those types of things. They don't want our refined oil. The market isn't there. If the market was there for our refined products coming out of Alberta, you not think that some business person would have invested that? If the, if the reward was worth the risk of investing in a refinery in Alberta, somebody would have done it. Somebody like Bill Gates or somebody like Murray Edwards, who actually did invest in a refinery in uh, Redwater, I believe, but a diesel fuel refinery because the risk uh, was dwarfed by the reward. Also, a bunch of tax dollars went into it, but you know, that's neither here nor there. That's why we don't have refineries in Alberta. We don't need them. There's this idea that if we had refineries in Alberta, we would be wealthier or have cheaper fuel, but it's not. That's not the case. Our fuel prices are based on world oil prices because the companies that extract our resources in this province sell on the world market and we buy from the world market. It's not like it's not like the people of Alberta. Oh, actually, we do own that resource, by the way. Um, the people of Alberta own the oil that's in our reserves. We allow oil companies to extract it and pay us a royalty to the government. 
But when they sell that oil, when they refine that oil, the cost is the cost. The cost is that $70 a barrel or $60 a barrel or whatever. And that translates into whatever $450 a liter in fuel, whatever it is today. But the trade that we do internally, like what we sell internally in this province to ourselves is nothing compared to what we we trade with the United States. 97% of our oil goes south to a refinery in the Gulf of Mexico, Houston, Texas. And it gets refined there, and then we buy some back, yes, and it's shipped all over the world. So that's why we don't have refineries, because we don't need them. They're not necessary. They're not a good investment here at the moment. The only way I think we would see um, gas prices like what Saudi Arabia has, I think they pay 25 cents a gallon or something ridiculous, is if the oil companies or there was a provincial oil company who solely supplied Albertans with cheap gas. That's it. Other than that, I'm not sure how that would happen, but we all know what happens when government runs business. It doesn't go very well, does it? Uh, definitely not going to start refining my own gas. Oh, Trevor, have a good night. My safe, my space is always safe, even when you're here, because you're not a threat at all. But thank you for thinking of me. Answer that without using buzzwords. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my goodness, it's 20 after 11. I gotta get to bed. Well, I hope you liked my little rant. Guess I've been letting it all bottle up. Apparently we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to talk about our feelings and express ourselves in these things. So, I guess I'll end this by expressing myself. If you're accusing me of doing nefarious things and getting rich off of all this, you can just bite me. Um, I hope someday that you find out the truth and you can eat your hat because what you're saying isn't true. What you're saying about my friends isn't true. What you're saying about um, the organization that I have accepted a new role in isn't true. And the only thing that will prevail in the midst of all of this ridiculous stuff going around is the truth. One day, the truth will be there, plain as day, and you'll be forced to see it. And when you do, you're going to have to live with the fact that you were one of the ones that tried to derail something that is Alberta's hope for the future. And if you're okay with that, I mean, fine. But if you actually believe in making a better future for this province and this country, you should probably think about what you're doing and what you're saying. And you should probably ask the people who have convinced you to become the way you are where their evidence is to support these things because they're lying to you. And they're turning you into part of the problem. But thank goodness there's hundreds of thousands of people in this province who just want to overcome the problems we have. And if you're one of them, we will overcome you too. No, that's not a threat. I just mean we'll get past it, even though you're trying to slow us down. Just like a speed bump. Bump, bump. Night, everybody.